Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs. Well, we're talking Sagan and Kyoto Cobras football with Coach Jensen. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me again. Well, we asked you to come on because the schedule is out. Uh, and I just want to go one by one through the, through the games and uh, give our listeners a preview of the what's going to be happening starting this fall. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what's game one's uh, uh, looks like? Uh, uh, is it on the road or where? where? Yeah, we're we're on the road at uh, Prairie City Monroe, um, so it's it's uh, definitely going to be you know, first game out. It's going to be a really tough game. They're, they're always a quality program. Uh, Coach Bonnet does a great job over there, and uh, you know we're we're just excited though. I mean, I think with our district, we knew we needed to kind of load up uh, load up some tougher teams uh, non district. Um, and I think we, we definitely did that, but, uh, you know, we, we've seen them on film. They traditionally play Pella Christian. Uh, so we've always kind of seen them each year. We played Pella Christian, uh, you know, scouting that film, but, uh, now we're going to be scouting them instead of Pella Christian, uh, that week. So, uh, we did play them in JV last year. So we kind of got a sense of what they wanted to do. And, uh, you know, it was a good game. They ended up beating us, but, uh, you know, we're, we're excited to, to kind of, Take on the Mustangs, see what they got. Where is that located at? Uh, Prairie City, just right, right on the, right on the four lane, right there. You just take that first exit, you can see the field from the four lane heading up there. Well, what uh, uh, what other big cities would be around it or something? That's why familiar. Well, it's north of it's it's just north of uh, Pella. Okay. Uh, right on the four lane. So. All right now, you know, now it's, it's you, about now it's about you. fifteen minutes uh, north, fifteen miles north of Pella. Okay, so, uh, well, uh, uh, what do we expect in opening night there? Uh, are they, you know, are they a running team, throwing team? Uh, uh, what kind What? What kind of, uh, uh, what are we up against in that game? Well, you know, I think uh, they, they've, they've done a little bit of both in the past years. I would say they're a little more run heavy than past, but, uh, you know, I think uh, depending on what they have last year in, in JV, they passed quite a bit. Uh, you know, but kind of uh, the, the varsity film we saw against, uh, you know, Pella Christian, they, they ran, you know, and maybe they're about 50, 50. Again, I haven't really spent much time on them. We'd always see their film, but we'd be watching, you know, Pella Christian's offense versus their defense and then Pella Christian's defense versus their offense. So, you know, I haven't really done a whole lot of scouting as far as, you know, what they want to do, typically what they like to run, any of that. We'll, we'll get there when we get there. But, uh, you know, I think it'll be an exciting first game for us. Well, uh, you'll have a familiar opponent uh, in, in game two, although they've moved up a class, but they didn't uh, 
they did manage to get get a game with you uh, on the schedule, and that is the Minneapolis Bulldogs. Uh, uh, the last game, uh, you about need to have a heart surgeon around to make to revive you after you pass out watching the game. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm I'm assuming it's going to be the same tenor. Yeah, I, you know, I think so. Coach Borson does a great job down there. They're always a consistent program. Uh, you know, I think they, they definitely all lost some dudes this year. Uh, had a really talented squad. That, but, you know, again, we didn't see him in JV. We've seen him in JV the past few years that we had played him. Uh, uh, haven't seen him in the last couple, though. So, uh, not sure what they have coming up. But traditionally, it's going to, you know, it, it, it's probably leaning towards they've got a solid group coming up and they're going to be ready to roll. They're going to be well coached, they're going to be athletic. Uh, they're going to be physical, and uh, you know those are the games we like to be in. And, and uh, you know, last last year's, like you said, man, that was a that was an exciting game all the way down to the end. You know, I was actually just watching that game the other day, and uh, you know, we scored in overtime and, and missed the missed the extra point, and you know, just uh, you know. The, we knew we had to get a stop to, to secure it. We knew if they scored, their kicker was going to be automatic. But, uh, you know, we, we found a way to get them stopped on fourth down, didn't let them in the end zone and won that game in OT, the second round of the playoffs. So, um, you know, it, it, it's it's typically those games are, are close ball games. Um, you know, so I don't see any reason why it being a different this year. Well, what about week three? Who are we playing there? We've got mid-prairie week three. Oh, so, boy. I tell you, a little bit of a rivalry game, uh, you know, something where, where you know, we've, we've kind of had that one circled. We want another shot at them. Uh, they, they beat us week two, but, uh, you know, we just, we, the, the first two weeks last year, we were doing a lot of learning, a lot of thinking. And, uh, you know, I think we, we got that stuff figured out week three. It was just, just a week too late. So, uh, you know, we'll see them week three and, and, uh, you know, we're ready to get after, after the Golden Eagles, you know, they, they took us down last year and, uh, you know that'll be that'll be an exciting exciting week, and they've got a new coach uh, coming on board, Coach Cavanaugh, who's been there for um, you know a long while. Was always just a consistent guy, uh, ran a consistent program, always had solid teams, well coached teams. You know we've seen him in the summer at seven on seven stuff. Uh, you know in the past, and, and uh, you know you knew you were going to get a well coached bunch, a bunch of tough kids, and. Uh, you know, again, same thing. We're going to see the same thing next year. It's a new coach, but uh, you know, I, I, I think they've got one hired. Uh, you know, but we don't see a whole lot changing if if it was a guy that was hired. Uh, uh, you know, in house off off the staff. So, you know, three three teams right there, three two A programs, three quality programs that uh, are that we're going to be facing right off the bat. And I think that's going to set us up for success going into our district play. All right. Well, I think uh, uh, you may start your district play uh, here week for uh, Cardinal Comets on the road. Yep, yep, yep. Cardinal. I mean, this year, you know, they had they started really having a lot of success with uh, their senior class uh, two years ago. Uh, we we saw them as as freshmen, and uh, you know, knew they were going to be pretty pretty successful as they got older, and they sure they sure were. But uh, had a lot of lost seniors. Uh, you know, going into this last season, and, and I think it showed they were just a little bit youthful. Uh, you know, that weren't quite there. Uh, you know, but but they're again going to be well coached, and uh, it's just going to be. You know, they're going to have to regroup and really try to, you know, try to find something to hang their hat on. But 
uh, always always a game we've we've gone into and, and our kids are excited to play that game I mean the, the competition level they had the guys they had uh, you know a few years ago kind of fueled that fire and uh, uh, that it, it'll be a good good starting starting spot for our non or for our district play and uh, we're, we'll be excited we do go there again this year so uh, you know back to back years at Cardinal and uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully start off the district play one and zero. Well, uh, last year, uh, well, two years ago, uh, they had a bunch of seniors. They had a bunch of speed. They had a quarterback and a wide open offense, uh, and they made a lot of noise. Last year, they took a big step back, but had a lot of young players. Uh, right. But uh, um, well, what do you think? You think these young players might come together and uh, uh, put together a season? Uh, uh, the Cardinal fans would be proud of. Well, I think they've got that opportunity. Um, you know, I think the the, the commitment and buy-in is, is a huge piece of it. If they don't have the commi- commitment and buy-in throughout the summer, things like that, you know, it's, it's usually tough sledding in the fall. So hopefully they kind of, you know, get that culture going again. And, uh, you know, it'll be uh, – they, they've got that opportunity to step up and, and make some noise. But uh, they did lose some, some uh, you know, offensive linemen that, that had been starting for four years. So that's going to be tough to replace for them. But, uh, you know, hey, every team loses – loses guys that you hate to lose but uh, it's just it's just about who, who you have stepping in and, and how much you've got them to grow all right well what about week five who are we playing then uh we're at pleasantville again so two games we we were away last year uh, away again this year um you know again pleasantville's well coached i mean they they the formationally offensively defensively they, they do a lot of good things uh we've kind of just outlasted them last year it was a close ball game until you know, got in the second half and try, kind of extended that lead. But, uh, you know, definitely a foe that, uh, you know, has the opportunity to, to, to be pretty good. And we saw they had some pieces last year that, that gave us, uh, you know, gave us some trouble and, and uh, things we're going to have to definitely prepare for this year. Well, uh, this next week you got Pella Christian at home. Now, some, I've watched your team for a couple of years pretty, pretty intensely. I've seen you win games with defense. I've seen you win games through the running game. Uh, I've also seen you uh, win games through that uh, uh, 12th man, that uh, uh, Sigourney home crowd. Uh, uh, oh, the, I, I would imagine the home crowd is going to be a factor in this game. Yeah, you know, our, our, our fans from Sigourney T.O. to come out in full force, especially that game. I mean, that, that's kind of a game that's always circled on the uh, calendar for us. You know, we, we've seen them for many years, and, and uh, you know, we kind of started off, We you know, my first few years there, we, we were we were beating them, and then they, they kind of turned the tide and uh, kind of handled business for a couple years against us. And then, you know, it just kind of goes in waves. We're, we're, back on, we're back on top the last two years, really two contested, contested games, two fantastic teams. Um, I anticipate the same thing this year. Coach Gack does a good job over there. He's got he's got quality kids, and uh, you know we've just we've just found a way to kind of outlast them the last two years. Uh, you know, a one score game, or at, well, it might have been twenty three twenty two years ago, and then last year was fifteen thirteen. So definitely a game where you, you just got to make sure you're on point. You're not making mistakes. Uh, you know, because realistically, that game, the, the team that makes the most mistakes or the team that can just make the most plays is typically going to be be on top. So, uh, you know, that that's that's one game we know that's probably, you know, you hate, you, you know, you don't want to look ahead. You don't want to do anything like that. Things can happen. Uh, you can get beat at any point in time. But 
Um, I think I think consensus says that that that's probably the district championship game again. Um, now maybe there's some other teams that step up and, and really really surprise everybody. But uh, the last couple of years, uh, you know, us and Telechristian determined the, the the district champ. So don't anti- don't anticipate that being much different. Well, uh, I watched the last couple of games, and they are the most physical battles of all the games uh, I saw in the last couple of years. I would just rank those games as a number one, just physical. Uh, why is it such a fist fight, and why is this kind of a unique uh, – uh, I mean, both teams really want it in this game, don't they? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I think, you know uh, – just, just the preparation factor, you know. I mean, you go into that game, you know, understanding that that this is this is the biggest game of the season, and uh, you know, an opportunity to to beat a district champion, uh, opportunity for home field advantage in the playoffs. Uh, there's a lot riding on on the line there, and uh, you know, two different styles of of, of football. Uh, the past few years, you know, we're run heavy. We're gonna we're gonna pack you in a, a phone booth and just punt, you know, just throw haymakers at you. And, uh, Try to wear you out, and, and then eventually knock you out. There, uh, Pella Christian's more on the. We're going to spread you out. They, they, you know, two years ago they were more throw heavy than run heavy out of that spread. This year they were more run heavy than throw heavy out of the spread. Uh, but they, they definitely got the ability to do both. Uh, they were, they were a run heavy team for sure. You know, out of the spread and did a really good job of it. Uh, you know, but I feel like we, we, we found ways to really limit what they could do running wise. Uh, tried to force them to pass a little more than than maybe they wanted to, but uh, you know, just two teams. I mean, they're, they're I, you know, I I can just recall their their guys came out this uh, this year. We were already out on the field warming up. We were dressed up, uh, you know, had our pads on, everything. They come out hooping and hollering, you know, no no shirts on, no no pads on, you know, and and I think that kind of lit a fire under our guys. Uh, you know, you, you can you can come out and do your thing, but don't uh, don't make it about you. And, and uh, you know, we just try to find those little things that we can that we can light a fire under our guys and just get that a little extra motivation. And in those games, you've got to find those things. Um, you know, not that mo- they're not going to be motivated enough anyway, but what's going to really put them over the edge? And, uh, you know, so we're, we're excited for that game. It's always circled on the calendar. Well, okay, what do we got week seven? Uh, we've got we've – got, uh, Colfax Mingo at home, you know. So they're they're uh, they're bumping up class. They were a class A school, or well, no, last cycle they were one A. They were just in another district, I believe. Uh, but they they slid down in our district this uh, this year, and um, don't know much about them. Uh, I know in the past they've been pretty pretty talented. Uh, Coach Leeds, uh, his when his son was there, they, they had a talented squad, and uh, uh, I, I think they're a little bit down right now. They won three games last year. Not real sure what they have coming back, but uh, you know this this is about the first uh, first conference school that we've played in a long time. I mean, they're in our in our conference for everything else. Never really seen them in football, so uh, we'll be excited to kind of get that that rivalry going. You know, conference foe. Uh, you know, now district foe, and uh, kind of see what see what they can do. Uh, you know, against the old single wing. Well. Uh... I've seen a lot of teams uh, have a game like Pellet Christian, you know, and they gear up for it and they win a hard fought, you know, real close battle. Uh, and then sometimes the next week there's a little bit of a letdown or an overlook or a, or a looking back at last week's victory. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yep. 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 Uh, you know, we, we do our best to just try to, 
try to keep our eyes on the prize. Um, you know, I think our kids, our, our kids have the same mindset as we do. It's not about who you got in two weeks. It's not about who you played last week. It's about right here, right now. We know one game, and we saw that three years ago. One game, one loss uh, can remove you from what you want to your your ultimate goal. You know, we went eight and one, lost the district championship game three years ago against. Uh, um, uh, or maybe it was four years ago against Mediapolis and did not make the playoffs. You know, I think that was 2019, you know, so we, we know it's, it's, it's all about the, whatever game we're about to play. Yeah. We're, we're going to get hyped up and ready for the, the, uh, Pella Christian week. But as soon as that week's over, we got to look towards the next opponent and, and really get after them. And you got another fresh opponent here, uh, EBF, uh, Eddieville Blakesburg close things out for the season, huh? Yep. So this is a team we've we've had familiar familiarity with. Uh, you know, my first my first few years, you know, 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15, maybe even into 16, uh, we, we always played at Bill Blakesburg. So, uh, you know, a little familiarity, different coaches now, uh, different style of play. So there's going to be there's going to be, you know, we're going to have to kind of relook at what they do, how they do it. And uh but uh, you know, again, they, they've they've kind of gone through a couple different coaching changes, um, you know. So so I think there's a lot of growth still to be had by that group. Uh, but they've always got tough, big, physical kids. They might not be the most athletic, uh, you know. They might not be the most talented, but no one tells them that. Those kids go out and play hard, and, and you know that's half the battle in football is going out. And just competing, playing hard, uh, giving yourself a, a, an opportunity to win the game. Uh, are they there now? I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll see. We'll see come week, you know, week nine, and, and see how they how they come out and play. Well, you some of their basketball players will have some athletes. Uh, uh, yes, they will. I'm sure of that. All right. Well, uh, that's the schedule. Let me ask you a little bit about uh, what seniors you're going to have to replace this uh, uh, from last year. You got to replace this year. Uh, well, you know, it really, it was a, a, a smaller senior group. We had nine, uh, nine seniors, you know, uh, that, that we lost. And I feel like everybody had a role on the team. Uh, but, you know, looking, just looking down the line, a few guys were rotators. Uh, we lose one offensive lineman. Uh, so really we got four guys coming back. One, one that we have to replace, obviously lose, uh, you know, uh, our, our tailback, Cole Clarahan, who ran the ball really well. He's gone. Um, you know, uh, uh, both of our tight ends are gone, Clay Morris and, and uh, Amy Anderson. So, you know, really three or four guys on offense we've got to replace. The rest we've got coming back. Uh, so we feel really good about that. You know, defensively, we, we, had, a, we had a ton of guys rotating on the D-line. So we're going to lose some of those seniors there, but we've got a handful of guys that, that got a lot of playing time last year coming back. You know, I think uh, Jack Clarehan at linebacker is going to be a, a big loss for us, big shoes to replace, uh, you know. Uh, but we've got our other two linebackers coming back. You know, defensive back-wise, uh, we lose Cole and uh, um, Aiden Anderson out at corner. So, you know, we've what, one, two – three, four, probably about five guys. We've, we've got to find uh, guys to replace from the defensive side of the ball. But uh, again, uh, you know, a few of those guys that were, that were seniors, uh, you know, maybe had some limited roles, maybe rotated on the D line, uh, you know, but, but overall, you know, we've got over half the guys back. 
that were starters on either side of the ball. So we, we really feel good about where we're at coming in. All right. Well, uh, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to? Uh, not, not really that I can recall. I mean, we're just, we're just excited. I think, I think everybody was just playing that waiting game, uh, you know, and I know with, with all the different changes, the free and reduced and all that stuff, it took a little longer than normal to, uh, get our schedule, but, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, ended up finding out who we were, who, what class we were actually in. And then, then you could start, once we found that out, then you can start kind of trying to play with it, see who, you know, who we feel like is going to be grouped together and things like that. And uh, so we kind of had an idea of who we were going to get. Uh, you know, I, I pretty much had everybody except Colfax. I figured we'd get another team to slide down. Uh, but but uh, so we were kind of prepared, kind of knew who we thought we were going to have in our district. Then we got that, um, obviously. And then, uh, you know, just, just they finally got the non-district schedule pairings put together. So typically, I mean – February, late February, we kind of already know all that information. I mean, it took until until uh, early April to get that out this year. So, you know, it was a waiting game. We were all chomping at the bit, but now we know we know who's who, who's where, and uh, I think everybody's just excited to get uh, football season rolling. Well, all I know is as soon as I can figure out who plays in what conference and, and how the matchups are about to be, they switch it all around on me. So. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 just uh, – they're, they're, you know, they're trying. They're trying to do a lot, but uh, you know, we just, as you know, as coaches, can't do a whole lot. You just got to wait for who they get in and then let it roll. Well, I'm excited about the season. It's a, uh, 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 we didn't really talk about football in the off season last year, but it turns out uh, we got football listeners all year long. So absolutely, uh, and I think this is a great, this is a great way for the the fans of those teams to find out about the schedule and. And not just to see see the teams on on a on a, a piece of paper or something uh, or a screen, you know, but to actually hear about the game. Terrific yeah, interview! Absolutely. Thank you for being with us. All right, hey, go Cobras! Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. For all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs.